0: Good morning! Today is December 20th and you are listening to the College Football Daily Bowl Preview Series. I'm your producer, Tani Levitt, and today you will be hearing from two voices you know and love. First, Trey Scott will preview the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl between Buffalo and Charlotte, and then Connor Tapp will preview the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl between Utah State and Kent State. Enjoy!
1: The Buffalo Bulls, the Charlotte 49ers, get excited. It is the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. First bowl game of the college football season will kick off Friday, December 20th, 2 o'clock Eastern on ESPN from Nassau, Bahama. Have you guys ever been there? I have. Went there a long time ago with my granddad, hung out at the Atlantis. Look, before we get into the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl, which I'm excited about, I have to admit, I cannot figure out why it's called the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. I looked into it. It's apparently a slogan for Elk Grove Village, which I Googled. And Google tells me it's a village located in northeastern Illinois. So I don't know why that village would be sponsoring the Bahamas Bowl. So if you guys have any answers as to what is really going on here, please hit me up in my Twitter DMs at Trey twenty 247 Anyways... This is an intriguing coaching clash on one sideline is Buffalo's Lance Leopold, who ESPN ranked this month as the number 78 coach in college football history. You're probably saying, what? But Leopold won six Division III national titles at Wisconsin Whitewater back in the day, losing just three, six games from 2007 to 2014. He's been Buffalo's coach since 2015. The last two years have been his best, 10-4 in 2018, 7-5 so far this year. Yes, two straight bowl games for the Buffalo Bulls. Leopold's 55. On the other sideline will be Charlotte's Will Healy, a 34-year-old who you've probably heard about. He's responsible for one of the best turnarounds in college football history, taking over an Austin P program in 2016 that had lost 16 straight games. Healy's first year, the Governors went 0 and 11, but they finally snapped in 2017. They snapped what had become a 29 game losing streak, the longest in Division 1, and went 8 and 4. So this is Healy's first year as Charlotte's coach. They're already doing Will Healy things writing a five-game win streak to notch a 7-5 to record, which is the best in program history, and clinch a bowl berth, which is the first in program history. To answer your question, the 49ers have been playing football for seven years now. So how are things going to play out outside the coaching matchup? Buffalo is an early five-point favorite. I cannot tell you that I've watched these teams much, if at all, this season, but Per my notes, here's what I am able to tell you about the on-field matchup. Offensively, Buffalo's number 91 in yards per play, which isn't good. Charlotte's number 67 defensively in that category. When Buffalo has the ball, watch their running backs. Good duo here. Jarrett Patterson and Kevin Marks combined this season for 2,600 yards rushing and 25 touchdowns. Can Charlotte defensive end Alex Highsmith stop those guys? Maybe. He'll probably at least get after the quarterback. He had 15 sacks, 21 and a half tackles for loss this season. Really good player. If you flip the field, Buffalo is very stingy on defense. Number seven nationally in yards per play. Charlotte's offense isn't too bad. Number 52 in yards per play. And I like their running back a lot. Benny LeMay averaged 102 yards a game, uh, which is the number 22 mark in the country. So he probably deserves your attention there. And defensively for Buffalo... Keep an eye on Taylor Riggins. He's first on the team in sacks with eight and a half. First in quarterback hurries with six. First in fumble recoveries with three. And his forty four tackles are good for fourth. So look, it, it's not this it's not Clemson versus Ohio State, but it's Buffalo. It's for Charlotte. So makers want a Bahamas bowl. See you there.
2: You don't have to squint too hard to find a reason to be interested in the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. And no, it's not because the bowl title sounds like a random low-carb diet name generator. It's because of Utah State quarterback Jordan Love. Love is a junior who might have been among the hottest grad transfer Love is a junior who might have been among the hottest grad transfer commodities in the portal this offseason, but instead, he's decided to forego his final season of eligibility altogether and enter the NFL Draft. CBS Sports recently projected Love as the 14th overall pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, so you might think it would be a nailed-on certainty that Love would sit out the lowly tropical smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl, but you'd be wrong. Love is playing, as are the rest of his Utah State teammates who just wrapped up a 7-5 and regular season in Gary Anderson's first year back in Logan. That's Logan, the town in Utah that's so far north into northern Utah that it's just a 20-minute drive up Highway 91 to the Idaho border. Not Logan, the 2017 Wolverine film starring Hugh Jackman and Blood. Lots and lots of blood. After more than a century of kicking around in long-forgotten conferences like the Skylines conferences and the Big West, it was Anderson who first elevated Utah State to the status of an upwardly mobile, non-BCS program with a reputation as a launching pad for up-and-coming head coaches. In 2012, Anderson cashed in on an 11-2 season with the Aggies for a job with the Wisconsin Badgers. Replacing him was Matt Wells, who cashed in on his own 11-2 season in 2018 for a job with Texas Tech. instead of betting on a young up-and-comer to replace Wells, Utah State went with the known commodity in Anderson. And while Utah State's 7 wins is 4 less than the 11 wins the Aggies posted in their final year under Wells, it's 1 within SP Plus's preseason prediction for Utah State, so about in line with expectations. But Utah State fans will nevertheless be bitterly disappointed with an offense that dropped from 22nd to 82nd in SP Plus in their final year with Love under center. And much of that drop off is down to a decline in the performance from Love himself. His touchdown to interception ratio went from 32 to 6 a year ago to 17 to 16 in 2019, and his yards per attempt are down by more than a yard and a half as well. On the other side is Kent State coached by 33-year-old Dino Babers' protégé Sean Lewis. Kent State went 2 and 10 in Lewis's first season and seemed like they were headed for a similarly grim campaign in 2019 before winning 3 one-score games in a row to eke out a 6 and 6 record and bowl eligibility. The main thing Kent State has going for it is a passing attack that rates as slightly above average for a MAC team. The main thing working against the Golden Flashes is a defense that is completely anemic against threats from the air and ground alike. The line on this game is seven points in favor of Utah State, and taking the Aggies is probably the smart money, but there's something in my gut telling me to look out for a hungry young staff at Kent State that might just have a little bit more motivation here than a Utah State team that had higher aspirations for itself coming into the season. A quick word on the origins of the Frisco Bowl, which is now sponsored by something called Tropical Smoothie Cafe. The Frisco Bowl is the reanimated corpse of the Miami Beach Bowl, which debuted in 2014 between Memphis and BYU, a game best remembered for the melee that followed the final whistle after two overtimes and more than 100 combined points. In 2017, the American Athletic Conference sold the bowl to ESPN Events, the ESPN subsidiary that now operates and televises 16 different bowl games. The original title sponsor of the bowl was DXL, which is apparently a big and tall men's clothing company, which eventually gave way to the Tropical Smoothie Cafe. So if any of this has piqued your interest, be sure to tune into the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl on Friday, December 20th at
0: 6.30 p.m.
2: Central on ESPN2.
0: That's going to do it for today's College Football Daily Bowl previews. We will be previewing every single bowl and bringing you regular episodes of the College Football Daily too. So if you like what you hear, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give a five-star rating and review. For our hosts, Trey Scott and Connor Tapp, I'm your producer, Tony Levitt, and we'll see you tomorrow with another edition of the College Football Daily Bowl Preview Series.